Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. Hey, uh, quick note here. Um, I saw somebody, local person, uh, local former radio person, actually, who posted on Twitter that uh, Nirvana would be now playing the casino circuit if they were <laughs> still a band and Kurt Cobain was still alive. Agree? Disagree? Well, I would disagree. Yeah. I would disagree. Hard. Was it? He was ahead of his time. Like so casino, far ahead like of his time. Casino circuit. That's that's a that's a major step down. Like that's not even a little step down. Yeah, I think more. I'm, it's possible, but I think more time would have to pass. Like he would have to be much older still to. I don't even think he that. agreed to no, that. No, he wouldn't. No, he's, he's no because he was always counterculture anyway. Yeah. He was anti. He, I yeah, mean, I the guess. big reason behind a lot of his depression and mood and drug use was that he hated. You know, just the mainstream. He never wanted to be popular, which is a weird thing for a musician to not want. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you're setting out to be a musician, how many struggling guys busking down at the Forks are like, man, I wish I had a record deal right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because playing Raffi songs over and over here with a harmonica strapped to my head just ain't paying the bills. <laughs> uh, it's Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. Nice to have you with us this morning. 762-555 to reach out anytime. I'll tell you... Um, you know, it's a good thing I have big shoulders, uh, big, uh, big husky shoulders, apparently, uh, according to my two colleagues here. Um, as yesterday, I, I shared that uh, this this weight loss uh, health journey that I've I've been on. <laughs> See, you guys can't even keep a straight face. <laughs> I can't. Why? I'm not I even can't. looking. I'm not even making uh, eye contact. Uh, <laughs> are you just looking at my six pack? Is that? <laughs> So I, I was kind of joking that I'm going to write a you know a self help book. You know, mm. it's it's uh, just going to be a book of recipes essentially that uh, are going to make you um, feel better, look better, perform better. Because <laughs> uh, you know I, I I've just been uh, taking it easy on the old bodice. You know, uh, fast food out, stress up. You know, these are all <laughs> great components for <laughs> for losing some weight. And I I feel like a, you know I'm a little I'm a little slimmer i've had uh, a couple people comment that i'm that i'm looking a little better the clothes are fitting a little better now that's good if you feel good that's the most important thing yeah and (laughs) you know what honestly um clearly and just truthfully um now i'm having doubts uh i'm second guessing myself i'm wondering why i've been taking whopper wednesday off for the last eight nine weeks um because and this is a good friend of mine that sent me this last night. He's like, ha, 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 I saw that video you guys posted at uh, 921 City on Instagram. I was like, okay. He's like, hey, man. He's like, this is you. This could be like your theme song when you go into like Burger King. You know, yeah. when you walk into Burger King, that song comes on. You need I'm a really boombox, like a small one, and just walk in carrying it. Yeah. yeah. I am just, I am hurt. Should we call you Hefty now? New nickname? I am hurt. And I resemble that nickname. Hell yeah, I'm really hefty. Oh yeah, 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 I'm really hefty. Okay, we're in a safe place here. Safe space. Safe space. Are you can be honest. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. I don't feel safe right now. <laughs> you never feel safe around us. No. I know. <laughs> Am I going to get teased? Uh, no. I, but I know I, it's not anti-bullying day anymore. <laughs> yeah. Are you wearing a pink shirt today? <laughs> uh, yeah. I wore a pink shirt. on. No, I'm <laughs> uh, I want to know if, because I know there are people out there and I know it's, you know, illegal. What? 
to steal street signs. Okay, but I know there are people out there that have done it. They've 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 whether they've you know jimmied up to the top of the street sign with their tools and they've been able to take it off. Like everyone's kind of seen like. You know, if you've got a lot, like I've always wanted the Turnbull Drive street sign that's out kind of like St. Norbert area. Yeah, as soon as it goes missing, though, I'm exactly. looking You'll at you. You'll know where to go, right? Yeah. Exactly. But everyone's kind of got, whether it's a last name, whether it's uh, something funny, like sometimes yeah. these streets Highway are Highway 69. Funny. Exactly. People kind of want those signs. I've never, I've never taken one. You've never? That's just not something that appeals to me at all. Um, having, you can get a street sign, like a fake one, you know, made even if you wanted it. Yeah, in but your there's basement. no story behind it. Right. You need the story. Uh, if you I want a know. story about a street sign, um, I was in Seattle with a friend of mine, and uh, we had been at a Seahawks game earlier in the day, and you can imagine just uh, having a time with the boys, mm-hmm. and everyone's getting all fired up, and, and my buddy jumped up and, you know, kind of did like the hoo hoo, climbed up, uh, shimmied his way up the post. And latched onto the sign for no particular reason, um, other, other than, than the fact that he was just hammered. Like yeah, just and just, on it? yeah, yeah, and rip it down. Oh. Yeah, like he was being stupid. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "No, man, don't." Cops are right. What? As he rips the sign down, and he just like launches it into the bushes as these two cops get oh, out of their vehicle. No. So yeah, of course, and it turned into be a huge nightmare for him because being Canadians and he lived in Victoria, he had to go to court down there and stuff and fight it. A had to get an American lawyer. Uh, B had to take oh the because there's oh. a ferry that goes from Victoria, and he's a put together guy. Like he's a very he's a well off guy. Like he's not a guy that should be going to court uh, in Seattle at the age of like thirty. You know what I mean? Like right. he just yeah. you know he's he's got a couple degrees and he's just like a business guy. And it's it's not who he is Monday to Friday, but that Sunday in particular went to rip down a sign. Very just, stupid. Just well, the wrong forty-five seconds. Mischief. Like, honestly, <laughs> even if you have them like as decoration, you know, decorations in your garage, then uh, like I knew a guy, someone that we all knew that used to work here, who uh-huh. had some. Banatine. And uh, there's a couple other ones. And if someone's <laughs> in your house and they're taking photos, like, huh, then there's like a you know a sign in the back. Mm-hmm. That, you know you that, trouble. and you, you get in huge crap for that. Yeah. Huge yeah. crap. Where'd you it's get not the sign? Exactly. I know. I, I always see that. You'll see a sign uh, like in somebody's garage. It's like, oh, it's like, oh no, it was falling down. Yeah, no, no, I found it on the road. I but swear. at the end of the day, even if it falls, it's still illegal to take it. I know. <laughs> so Which is still kind of that's kind of annoying to me that if there's something laying, I, yeah. I get it. It's not <laughs> your property. Keeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like if you're on the woods and it's a little stop sign on a snowmobile trail or something like that. It's like, well, you should probably put it back up so yeah. that somebody doesn't blast through and t-bone somebody. But it's also, yeah. well, yeah. Exactly, because that could cause some serious issues. But there's also like the cost to replace the signs, yep. right? And that's mm-hmm. obviously a big thing because if these signs go missing all yeah. the time, no, I get you it. know, the city still has to put up these signs. There's a park in Vancouver. Uh, it, it's originally called Guelph Park. Now, back in, uh, in in 2012, the park got renamed as part of this like art installation. And I don't know the yeah. story behind it. I don't know if you do, TJ, but the, yeah. it got renamed Dude Chilling Park. Like, was there just like a lot of stoners that used to hang <gasps> out there? Dude, dude, chilling. Um, Is it spelled like dude, chilling park? No, no dude, <laughs> dude, then yeah. chilling, then uh, park. Dude, chilling weird. park. Um, okay, so apparently, and I do remember this, this because uh, there's a dude chilling beer. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, there's uh, there's a beer out there. Um, maybe they sponsored the the donated money to something to the park. No, maybe? I think they just, I think they just did it as like a. As a larf, to be honest, because they said it was like an art installation, as when they, yeah. when they, but now everyone refers to it as Dude Chilling Park, not yeah. Golf Park. Because yeah, that's right. Because it was it was a guy that was sitting in his in his um, on a park bench, like chilling, and it was like <laughs> it was like a dude, and he was dude chilling, chilling. yeah, wow. in a park, like literally. But <laughs> I could also see if the last name was Chilling, and there, so say it was like Don Chilling, but everyone called him Dude Chilling or something <laughs> yeah. like yeah. that. Dude, yeah, yeah, the exactly, dude. yeah. So this sign, uh, it has gone missing, and it's not the first time this sign has gone missing. Because when you have a sign like that, you're almost asked. 
asking for some mischief to happen to it, right? Because there's people totally. out there who think, dude, yeah. chilling bird, that's hilarious. I want that up in my garage, whatever it is, right? So since th- this is the third time in the last, like, uh, about eight years that the sign has gone missing. And it's not just the sign. Like, pe- like these signs are put up by these huge posts and stuff like that. And the fir- one time, the posts were even taken away. Um, this time, that they've just unscrewed the actual sign. So now the city says they're going to just replace the sign. It's going to cost them about $1,300, and it should be up in the next 10 days. At some point, you've got to think, well, if this is going to keep happening, why yeah. are we going to keep spending yeah. the money to replacing totally. the sign? Change the name, dude, not Chilling Park. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> <laughs> No dudes chilling. Yeah. <laughs> dude not having fun and enjoying himself park. I don't want that sign in my room. This sign will look stupid in your garage park. <laughs> so you know how they say, you know, when you're when they're packing like dog food that's beef and pork and chicken it's releases you know it's not great for the environment the carbon footprint it's not that i don't know i don't know when you're what when you're buying that stuff well when when you make any kind of food anything with beef right the carbon footprint the more beef you eat the worse it is right because they get the emissions and everything from the cow yeah oh yeah okay i I mean like yeah 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 um so this is something that i saw and i was wondering why why i haven't thought of this or why this hasn't existed before would you ever consider feeding your pet bug-based food instead of beef because it, it reduces emissions, it helps, you know, for, as far as, like, the environment, it's good. And imagine everyone just started feeding their dog organic bug food instead of dog food. They don't know the difference. They eat their own crap. Yeah. So I was like, oh, cool idea. Why aren't we doing this with babies? With babies? Like, like kids, kids, kids eat, like, yeah, they eat dirt. Yes. You know what I mean? They eat any, like, they're But I think dog around. stomachs are different than people's stomachs in the sense that a dog can well, chew he- on and eat rocks and, and pass tinsel, whereas, like, <laughs> I feel like a human would, would get sick. Lots of people around the world eat bugs as protein, like, world cu- countries that, you know, don't have cows or their cows are, like, super skinny and, you know, like, don't have the yeah. agriculture for it to feed them. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't we make baby food that's protein-based made out of bugs? Because they don't taste it. They don't know the difference. They don't know what the word bug is. You know what I mean? Um, Would you ever consider yeah. feeding your kids protein that's just I, that comes from bugs? They wouldn't know the but difference. Then why not just do like a protein powder? Like I think I'd be more inclined to if it was like an Enflac formula or something like that. I'd probably be more inclined to feed my kid a protein shake type thing, so they think that they're getting milk or whatever, and then they're getting their nutrients that way. Which is basically what mm-hmm. the formula is, baby formula is. It's a powder of mystery substance that gives a kid <laughs> yeah. protein because they can't chew or whatever yet. Yeah. Um, and there are some kids that won't eat the pablum. Like, uh, my kids never ate that stuff, mostly because I would throw up. What's pablum? Uh, like uh, Gerber baby food it's the white, in the little jar. Oh, yeah, it's the white jar. stuff, yeah, right? Well, no, it's, it's anything. Pablum? Oh. No, well, yeah, I can't, yeah, but what I'm saying, even just like the puree, any any kind of puree really grosses me out. So I never had my kid in the high <laughs> chair like, here comes the airplane. Yeah. Here, <laughs> open up wide. Because yeah. like the, the thought of like mashed up peas and stuff like that just in a puree grosses me out. A little banana barf. I mean, even, even like, even it. like, oh. Oatmeal, really, and I know that's. I know there's a lot of people that really do enjoy it, but even just like the, the it's for me, it's a texture thing. Yeah, and I don't even like scooping it. Like I would, you know what? I was doing something in the basement the other day, and I needed to use um, glue to like adhesive for the the tile. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And scooping glue. I don't even like that texture. <laughs> Weird. It reminds me of like oatmeal. Like I'm just like. Uh, studies found that methane and nitrous oxide emissions generated by dog and cat food in the U.S. alone uh, was the equivalent to 64 million tons of CO2. Like just 
So it's like 13%, 13% of the emissions. How much is my car putting out, though, by comparison? So like well, if I yeah. didn't drive, like if you wanted to make the, the argument that way where it's like, well, uh, eat bugs. Well, no, I'd probably rather ride my bike to work than, right. than eat bugs, I guess. But if we're making, if we're cutting down and like we're not the ones eating bugs, our pets and our kids are the one. Because like when it, the bug protein is, once it's broken down, it's not like you're feeding your kids, you know, crickets straight out of the chocolate crickets. No, it's not like they're looking all buggy. It would just be the protein base. Yeah. And there's lots of places around the world that do eat bugs all the time as protein anyway, just regular. So there's no harm in it. We just help the earth very, very slowly. Very, very slowly. Help the earth. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This is all very much over my head. I have, I don't know what I would do if everybody's doing like I don't know when you get when you get like all this like plant based stuff and all that everything. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the cost of that is usually a lot more expensive, right? And that's one of the reasons. Like I know it's better for the environment. I know it's yeah. healthier, but usually it's going to cost you more in the in the end. So mm-hmm. I mean, are people really going to want to spend more money just to start making a difference? I feel like if that was the case, people would have done that already. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, and you hear the stories too, like even the Beyond Meat burgers, where it's like it's actually worse <laughs> for you as far as caloric intake right. and sodium than a regular hamburger is. Uh, but like it's better taking, for the environment. Yeah, you're taking out, you're taking out one part for the environment yeah. and you're putting all this other stuff. Yeah, in so yeah. humans aren't going to be around anymore because we're eating all this sodium and, and calorie, uh, pea, protein, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. But the earth will live forever. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Good, yeah. The legendary 92.1 City with Jimi Hendrix and All Along the Watchtower. Today, Feb 25th, 1968, the plaster caster strikes again. Uh, Cynthia, the plaster caster. Um, now, I don't know if you know who she is, but nope. she was, is a now current, recovering groupie. Um, so her thing was hanging out in Chicago and she would, uh, you know, hang outside the venue waiting for the guys and bands to come out and, uh, you know, have a little fun on the tour bus or in the alley or in the dressing room or just sometimes right out behind the old BFI bin behind the venue. Now, Cynthia Plaster Caster, that is her nickname, not her legal name, by the way. Um, she gained fame uh, by creating plaster casts of famous people's erections oh okay <laughs> so one night after a show okay on today's date flashback to 1968 hendrix finishes up a show and the plaster caster is waiting and says jim i've got an idea for you and he says okay baby what do you got she says i want to take your wrench and i want to dunk it in plaster <laughs> and i want to create a mold of your pen 15 and Jimmy's like, okay, baby. And she had, ah. she had done this before at this point? Uh, you know what's funny? Um, he was actually number four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she started off with a couple of her friends, but he was the first <laughs> and, and the most famous. I know. How weird is that, right? <laughs> like, hey, we're friends. Do you mind yeah. dunking your chubber in this thing for me? It's a neat party trick. Also a good thing <laughs> that she did practice on a few other people first, maybe. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you don't want to just start off with the legend Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God. I'm um, surprised she had enough plaster, to be honest. Well, in all honesty, uh, t- two Coke cans was just barely enough. <laughs> Uh, she said that uh, Jimmy wouldn't dunk in the uh, in the you know whatever the uh, al- alignate is that what it's is that how it's pronounced it's basically like a dental mold. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, he wouldn't dunk it in until he was uh, you know 
just prime radio. Well, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. no yeah. one wants to see a flaccid one. But there are some flaccid ones. <laughs> well, no one likes through. looking at those. <laughs> <laughs> Does nope. anyone really like looking at the hard ones, though? Like, oh. it's kind of a, I mean, if you had the no, choice. The plaster, like, I don't know. It's kind of a weird one. Well, Jay, she's done, uh, she's done exhibits, like art exhibits that have traveled all over the world. So there are people wow. that do want to see. Um, but uh, Jimi Hendrix, certainly the most famous. Uh, you've got uh, Eric Burden of Eric Burden and the yeah. Animals. Um, there was actually a mold failure with that one. Now, with the mold failure, I guess uh, I'm assuming it probably wasn't because Eric Burden was too large, was it? You think? I don't know. Um, but there are a few people that, in all honesty, you know, the plaster caster is, uh, she's, a, she's such a legend. Like, could you imagine just waiting outside a venue and being like, hey, dude, or, like, in her case, she's probably like, hey, boy. Well, like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, she paid them a certain way, too. No. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah sure, like lip service. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I, had to, I had to help out a little bit that way, right? And it was the swing in the 60s, this. too. Like, everybody right. in the period of love and yeah, everyone's naked. Yeah, there were so many of these, of these groupies and stuff around at that time, too, mm -hmm. right? So I'm amazed that, like, you know, nobody else saw what she was doing and then just did, like, the, the, like the 60s, 70s bush uh, molds. <laughs> you know, like, that just like a... Big caster bush. But yeah, some missed names, opportunity for sure. Like she's going through and she's taking anybody. Like uh she did the road manager and engineer of the Who. <laughs> she she has a sculpt of Richard Cole. You know who Richard Cole is? No. The tour manager for Led Zeppelin. Oh, These guys must feel so special. No kidding. Uh she's got Zal Yanovsky of the Love and wow, Spoonful. Of course. The Love and Spoonful. Um, you've got to the drummer from Argent and the Kinks. Yes. If you I, can name who that is, yes. I would love to hear from you at 762 555. Other than that, there's really not too many um, real, real famous people other than, uh, oh, of course, who could forget? Um, Ronnie Barnett. Oh, of uh, course. Ronnie yeah. Barnett. That's the one. I, yeah, I got that one. Yeah, yeah, bass player of the Muffs. I right. figured you would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is Winnipeg Jets game day. Facing Dave Turnbull's Montreal Canadien, who sucked a big <laughs> team. Wow. New what? coach. New, it'll be a coach debut. They fired their coach yesterday. Yeah. Claude Julien, Dunzo. Yeah. Is it a late game again? 7 o'clock, I believe. Yeah. Uh, what's the new guy's name? Dominique Ducharme. <laughs> right, Dominic Ducham. The douche. You want call to him in the you, locker room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the team was in a little bit of shambles. They needed the douche coming to clean things up. <laughs> Scrub the lineup, boys. <laughs> Uh, a fire-breathing performer has dropped thousands of dollars on a bunch of procedures because his goal, he said, is to become a 100% dragon. I sent you a link in your email if you want to look at some of the photos of some of the... Right. He is uh, going for the world record of the most extensive surgery we've all seen, you know... The cut tongue before. Yeah, with the seen, horn guy. I've yeah. seen the, yeah, the dude that gets the oh, horn yeah, implants. Right. That's, that's yeah. a cool look. Oh, yeah. This guy's got the horns. Oh. His tongue is split. He actually got his ears, if you scroll through, he's got his ears kind of like snipped and then sewn to like points kind of. Good for him. He's got the full tats on the back. And Congrats. he got the scarification. So he actually has scales now oh, in a gross. really weird Wonderful. way. That's um, I'm proud of you, bro. <laughs> so gross. proud. Yeah. And he's from uh, Canada. And, oh, is he? Yeah, oh, he's man. from Vancouver. Oh, wow. Fire-breathing guy, yeah. Cool. So the scarification to get scales is well, a pretty crazy. He's a Dimebag Daryl fan. 
Shocking. He's wearing, Shocking. A dime, he's wearing a dime bag <laughs> Daryl shirt in one of these pictures where he's just gotten his scales. Um, that is so bizarre, though. That's a, that's a weird one. It's almost like uh, branding. You know when uh, when you'll yeah. get like the Omega thing branded, you know, your fraternity branded on your arm? The- and that's what he's done for the scaling. Like yeah. it, it, they have taken like, uh, you know, like hexagon tile, you know, like yeah. subway tile kind of thing. Yeah. And they've taken that stencil of it and yeah. just gone <laughs> and sizzled his arm. It's actually, uh, they basically cut the meat out, the scarification, what they do with like a fine knife and they cut. So that way when it's it genius. heals, it, it actually will feel like scales. Oh, that's so gross. Like that's why it's, it costs 20 grand, oh, 51 wow. hours just to get these scales on his arms where... Yeah, they just like peel, kind of peel it out, and then it heals scarred like how, that. How old is this guy? He's twenty years old. Okay, Good. so like, he's gonna know. be a dragon forever. That's what I'm saying. Though. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is something that you got to live with, like for for obviously for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, it's sixty years old. What if you just? What if you're over dragons at that point? No, you're not. You're never <laughs> over dragons. When you turn into a dragon, you're never over dragons, Turnbull. Yeah, and actually, you know what? TJ says he's always uh, loved dinosaurs, right? You never I, got over yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah, so but I, see, they're not the same though, because because dinosaurs are like uh, like they actually lived on earth because like dragons didn't you know what i mean yeah dragons are not real right right that's what you mean so if you could 100 percent turn into something what would you pick i don't think i would choose anything like you had to if i like this guy how many friends does this guy have um how many dragon friends a lot of dragons He's got yeah. a lot of snake friends too. Some yeah. photos of him oh. with all sea of his serpents. snakes. Sea serpents love him. I, uh, you know, I don't think I could. When I think of all the mythical creatures, um, you know, I could never be like a Bigfoot or a Sam Squanch or a Yeti because I don't like being alone in the woods. You know, or, or like uh, being a Loch Ness, like a sea serpent of some kind, like a you know some kind of water based thing because the the bottom of the ocean kind of scares me, and you need to live there for a long times uh, <laughs> on end without having anybody see you. Because that's what the allure of these mythical creatures is. Yeah. Nobody sees you for like a couple hundred thousand yeah, years, yeah. and all of a sudden, boom, you're it, out. It wouldn't work for you because you can't be alone that much. No, no. Like, I, well, I just like interaction. Yeah, exactly. I like doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I could maybe be like uh, like a chimera. That'd What's be that? kind of cool. What's that? It's like a lion, an antelope, and a snake, I think. Oh, okay. All put together? Yeah, man. That's what, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking leprechaun for me. I've already got the height. Yeah, or gnome. Yeah, <laughs> gnome. Garden gnome. But you like gardening. Thanks. You like weed. I do like garden. You have That's a green true. thumb. <laughs> gnome it is. All a, valid points, I guess. A griffin would be cool, though. Or a centaur, like half man, half Oh, horse? yeah, that one's all right. Yeah, but those ones... You play in the NFL? Like, you're so fast. Plus, the horse is the bottom half. So oh, yeah. 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 Hey. <laughs> I have some great news for you if you are a dad or an expectant dad uh, or the guy that your mom dated after the divorce, the divorce named Todd. Um, okay. Are you sitting down? Okay. Yeah. Sitting, okay. <laughs> I'm ready for this, yeah. Okay, okay. Cargo pants are back no. in style. No, no they're not. Uh, uh. What makes you cargo think that? pants are back in style? Cargo just, pants are back in style. You can't just declare what's back in you style. You don't have no, this I kind of people, power. You can't. Listen, <laughs> I am not declaring this. This is not a TJ declaration, my friend. Let me tell you, this is high level here. Fashion writer from Rolling Stone magazine. Oh, big fashion advice. Says cargo pants. Popular with the top hip hop artists. Therefore, them being the biggest trendsetters for fashion right now means that guys like you and I can go back to wearing cargo pants circa 2001. Nope. Don't do it. Don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the no, ca- in the no camp with this one. Turnbull. 
Yeah, I'm not a big fan of cargo pants at all. And just because you tell me they're back in fashion, I feel like you're setting me up for something here. Terrible. They just look so funny. Guys with really wide leg pants, especially when there's like weight in them too, with like all this stuff. Well, yeah. It just looks so what weird. Need, what do you need all those pockets for? Okay, it's just well, stuff I'm, swinging let me ask around. You. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. As a dad, you know what you're going to need in the beginning? What? You're going to need diapers. You're going to need wipes. <laughs> Your pockets? Yeah, bro. Well, what, what are you going to walk around with a purse? <laughs> You can. You can. I don't care. Sure, you can yeah, walk around with a purse, but I'm just bag. saying you look way more efficient if you have it on your legs. Plus, think of the thigh exercise that you're getting. <laughs> Diapers coming out of your pockets on your legs. Yeah. You do not look cool. People you know, look like you gained 20 pounds. People think they're like, well, this guy cares about his kids. Okay, you don't care no. about your kids? Fine. Don't wear cargo pants. I don't care. What? Good. Let your kid okay, walk okay. around crapping his pants all day. I don't okay. care. Okay, now someone like you, though. Okay, yeah. you don't have babies. So what do no. you need? What do you need in your cargo pants? Snacks. <laughs> Whoppers. What? No, kids need snacks <laughs> at all times. You're gonna no learn snacks this. for the kids. You know, and me, but uh, <laughs> you know, well, right, Rena, so not- like darts. Like you need, you would need darts, and you could put a beer like in in each one. You could, right? Yeah, but that would weigh my pants. I have to get a belt then. Uh, you know what I mean? That's just too much weight on your pants at that point. And I gotta, I, I gotta pass. I have a purse. But yeah, I, they no, make baby, true. they make yeah. diaper bags that are cool, like uh, manly, no? Uh, I don't, look, I'm just saying, sure if you want to be a real hardcore, like, cool dad, you'll go with the cargo pants. It, it, look, if a guy from Rolling Stone magazine, has right. Rolling Stone ever steered you wrong? Wow. <laughs> fashion advice? I've, yeah. I've never thought to take fashion advice from Rolling Stone magazine. Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. Turnbull. Yeah. Where, have you, where are you getting it from? <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> Did you rob an American Eagle on your way to work today? <laughs> Yeah, it's Thursday, 7.40, and you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to welcome the khaki cargo king of Casey's and Kildonan. He's got a tasty smile that'll make Matthew McConaughey look like a used car salesman in 1971. He's got calves thicker than CFL uprights. Ladies and gentlemen, from Sportsnet, the legend, Sean freaking Reynolds. You know, TJ, usually you're, you're pretty bang on with your research, but the calves thing, I've got chicken legs. I'll be the first one to tell you. Well, you know, I wanted to give you a little credit. I figured uh, maybe you'd been doing some calf raises in the basement there during uh, some downtime here this week because it has been pretty quiet in Winnipeg Jets land. Uh, last game we saw Dubois inserted into the lineup, I guess, and two goals and an apple, including the game winner, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, playing on the wing, is that something that we're going to see like a lot of right now? I think we're going to see it until it stops working. It's a pretty interesting year, the way that uh, Paul Maurice is running the Jets bench and that he, he's really been moving guys around all over the place. And, and uh, the, the common theme seems to be that he always wants to change something, but he won't change it until that line fails. So I think he wanted to get Dubois going. He didn't really get going the first two games that he played. Then he got into that injury. He wanted to have one of those games that popped for him. So he thought, you know what, if I put him with Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler on the wing, which are two really good hockey players, that's probably the best scenario I can put him in where he can get some points and kind of get that confidence boost game. And clearly it works because when he gets the, the two goals, the assist, the game winner in overtime, uh, really a welcome to Winnipeg moment for Dubois. So now uh, tonight, Montreal, they just stink, right? After losing twice to Ottawa, I mean, that's just humiliating. That's that's one of those where if I'm the coach, I'm just like, hey, sorry, guys, I suck. I'm out. But uh, apparently Mark Berge, uh, Bergeron, uh, Bergevin, Bergevin, whatever, Berge, 
I only know guys by their nicknames. I can't remember their full names. So we'll short form it. Uh, so Bergie's wearing the baby blue suit the other night. He's wearing the powder blue in Ottawa. They get pumped. And uh, Bergie's like, I got to do something here. Let's get rid of uh, Claude Julien. Yeah, you know what? I, I think for some people it would have come as a bit of a shock. It seems to have come out of nowhere because this is a team that's over 600. Like they've got a 611 winning percentage, which is, I mean, that's typically great, except for the fact they've only won two of their last eight games. And there's a, there's a bit of a story behind it and why they have to act quickly. One is it's, it's a shortened season, so you really don't have time to go in a, a significant slump. Um, and two, that's been that team's problem under Claude Julian for years now. I know um, last year they, they had an eight-game losing streak, and it was like, okay, their season's over. They, they've taken themselves out of it. They've fought their way back into it, gotten to a playoff spot, and then right after Christmas, I got an emergency call to go cover them on the road for their Florida trip, and we were hosting them, and the whole storyline was like the Canadians turned it around, their season's great, everything's going good. And they lose the first game against Florida. Then we go down to Tampa for the next game. They lose that one. And they proceed to go on another eight-game losing streak and totally blow their season and only get into the playoffs because of the format that we saw, um, uh, the play-in format. So the, the problem with this team is they've shown time and time again, like they did earlier this year, that they've got potential, that they can, when they play the right way, they can do well. But the issue is when they fall apart, like the wheels fall off and the doors fall off and the roof falls off and they can't seem to figure it out for far too long. And there really was no time for them to go through the typical Claude Julian Montreal Canadiens version of the we've fallen apart, I've fallen, I can't get up. They need to get up now off the canvas. And uh, and that's why you see that move made so quickly. Yeah, I bet uh, I bet you really hated that assignment. Eh? Oh, I got to go cover the Habs in Florida. Poor me. Oh, geez. <laughs> In the middle of February in Winnipeg. Oh. <laughs> so I got to ask you, when you're down there, when you're in Florida, um, so you leave Winnipeg, it's cold, uh, you're wearing the uh, the cargo khaki pants. Um, do you have the ones that zip off that turn into shorts so that you can just... It's, it's the tearaways. It's Velcro. <laughs> the tearaways. No time for zippers. Yeah. You just gotta grab those things yeah. and rip. <laughs> Grip them and rip them, baby. All right, buddy. Hey, uh, what do you got going on for? Obviously, you're working tonight, but what's going on uh, this weekend? Like, you think everything's gonna relax here, and we can go? Uh, well, since you're in uh, North K, you think we could go to the witch's hut and have a couple beers in the park? Or what? <laughs> yeah, you were mentioning some socially distanced beers. I just thought we could, you know, find a park bench, one across from the other, and <laughs> longingly at each other, a couple brown paper bags. Oh, dude. That is the dream. For, are the bags for the beer or for our heads? <laughs> or my head? Because you need two bags, right? One for mine, one for yours in case mine falls off. <laughs> yeah, we, we can take it in any direction you want, DJ. I'm easy like that. See you, buddy. Sean Reynolds from Sportsnet. We'll be watching for you tonight. Have a great night, bud. All right, this is a little bit cringy. This audio I'm going to play for you. Okay. When I listen to it, uh, my, my jaw dropped a little bit. So I'm just going to play it for you and let you uh, let you hear it. Here we go. Miss Salazar, I've been talking. This is sorry. I should Ms. I should uh, set this up a little bit. Okay. This is a, uh, a an online class. Okay, okay. professor. Everyone's on Zoom. Okay. okay. Miss Salazar, I've been talking to you, Miss Salazar. Uh, I can hear you a little bit. You can hear me a little bit. Why didn't you answer all the times I answered? I spoke to you then. Why don't you? Why don't, just, why don't we talk sometimes? Why don't you email oh. me? We'll set up a live Zoom. Do you hear me? Professor, she's actually hard of hearing, so her translator goes in a little bit. 
can't respond like right away. She's not paying attention. She's not trying. Have oh. your counselor speak with me because you've got too much distraction to even understand what's going on. Yes, I do because my translator is next to me explaining me everything that he's saying. Okay. So then maybe just have them teach you the whole class. That oh, makes so now he's doubling me. down. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't understand it. But, uh. You're just like attacking me. I'm not attacking, I'm not attacking you. I'm, I'm just significantly disappointed in you. What a loser. <laughs> wow. Like, how would you not know that if you're teaching a college class or high school or whatever, doing it by Zoom? It, would you not have the wherewithal to do a little background on your on your students? Like, I, and I mean, or oh, even if you so don't, cringy. I know it's cringy. And even if you don't, if once you once somebody tells you exactly, hey, somebody hearing then say, oh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm yeah. wrong here. Right? I apologize. Take your time getting know. back to me. Exactly. Yeah. But to double down on that oh. and then to say, well, get your translator to teach the class. Yeah. Like. What happened? What's the he's, uh, on, he's on he's on paid administrative leave while they do mm. some investigation as of right now. What do you now. need to invest? I, yeah, I'm we we heard the evidence yeah. right there. Yeah, I I'm mean, judge and jury on yeah, that one. Exactly, that's awful. I just well, play it again. <laughs> I want to hear it now that I. Uh, Miss Salazar, oh, I've been talking to you, Miss Salazar. No, I can hear you a little bit. You can hear me a little bit. Why didn't you answer all the times I answer? I spoke to you then. Why don't you? Why don't, just, why don't we talk sometimes? Why don't you email me? We'll set up a live Zoom. Do you hear me? Professor, she's actually hard of hearing, so her translator goes in a little yeah. bit late. She can't respond, like, right away. She's not paying attention. She's not trying. Have your counselor speak with me, because you've got too much distraction oh. to even understand what's going on. Yes, I do, because my translator is next to me, explaining me everything that he's saying. Okay. So then maybe just have them teach you, the whole class. That makes sense to me. Oh, I don't know. I don't understand it, but uh, you're just like attacking me. I'm not attacking. I'm not attacking you. I'm I'm just significantly disappointed in you. God damn. Yeah. I hate that guy. I know. God, it's he just, sucks. When he kind of snips back at her there, oh, like awful. if he comes back, if he bounces back and goes. Also, you're paying to be in college. Why is the guy giving you heck for not paying attention? That, that that's the difference between high school and junior high and whatever and college. Mm -hmm. You're paying to be there. This is about your experience, your university experience. If you yeah. want to bail out on class, mm -hmm. if you want to sit on your phone. Whatever. I yeah. know it could be distracting for a teacher and annoying to a teacher, but they're paying to be there. Yeah. They're yeah. paying your salary. They're prerogative, really. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't want to pay attention to my college class that I'm teaching, okay, you're the one that's not going to pass, and you're the one that's going to waste your however many thousands of dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Like, for yeah. this guy to care, he, oh, man, I don't know. What does he look like? I want to see what this He looks like a, like a douche professor. <laughs> yeah. My glasses, and then, you know, he's just like. Elbow patches <laughs> on his sweater. <laughs> he's actually quite, like, a lot younger than I would have uh, that I would have initially pegged him for. Um, but uh, just awful. Just just awful. Loser. Manitobans 95 and older and First Nations people 75 and over can now book appointments for the COVID-19 vaccine. The government made the big announcement yesterday. Um, I saw, well, I've seen a few actually now, um, just signs that say COVID-19 vaccination clinic parking. I'm like, oh yeah, because a lot of 95-year-olds are going to be driving there. They better take up this entire parking lot for COVID-19 vaccine parking. I did the queue yesterday to see when we're all going to get vaccinated. I'm a 70 percenter. We looked at it yesterday. What does that mean? What do you mean? Well, it just means that uh, I am in the 70th percentile of people that are going to get uh, right. vaccinated. Like there's a lot of people ahead of you. Like 70% of the population which, is ahead of me. Which makes sense. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, guess. they're starting at 90. You're not anywhere close to 95. 
No, no, right? no, no, no. I know I, I look at some, some days. Some days you feel like uh-huh. a man. <laughs> so, some days these brittle ass old bones are like. Yeah. So when are you expecting? What did you, do you remember? It doesn't what? have a date. It doesn't, it doesn't give you the date. No, because they'll how many just keep are, stringing us along. Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe longer, it was like a, a guess. But no, again, like when I was watching July. this Alberta one yesterday, they were able to like, like project when mm. like age groups right up to mm-hmm. I think like 40 or 30 or something yeah. getting their shots by the summertime. Like Manitoba, let's just get a little bit of projections here. Yeah, let's get some PJs here. Let's you know? get some PJs for yeah, the vaccines. Exactly. Until make then. Us, make us, because you want us to keep following these restrictions and following the rules and stuff, which are yeah. getting really tiring. Hey, at least if there's, you know, the optimism that, okay, hopefully by, you know, July, I'll be able to have my yeah. vaccine. And one other helps. thing real quick. Uh, yesterday, 45 new cases, which is the lowest total we've had since early October. All of Manitoba, 25 of them were in Winnipeg area, nice. but 45 for the whole That's province. So hopefully maybe they'll be loosening some restrictions. Soon. Well, then what about, um, like, since they loosened the last round, is that two weeks as it, of Friday? Should, I'm thinking Friday. Okay. Sh- they should be making another announcement. Mar- March right? 5th is when these, yeah. these expire. So well, March 5th, next Friday. Next Friday. Next so okay, it's next okay. Friday. So then if by next Friday the numbers continue to stay down, then maybe we can I mean, have you don't want to go back to what you were like in the fall oh, though, I know, up. it would be I'm nice to have more than the same t- same two people at your house all the time or being able to go to a restaurant with not just yeah. Brett <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate Brett <laughs> <laughs> I, I after imagine. a while I was like oh my uh, god clacking of his jaw when he eats <laughs> god sorry can you guys speak louder his jaw's clacking again got a bone to pick hello you're on the air the bone phone on 921 city for Midtown Ford, we can't control the ability of your neighbors to be better drivers in winter, but we can put you behind the wheel of something that keeps you safer on Winnipeg roads. Visit mid-townford.com. Oh, hell, I can't keep track of all these pants. I just wear whatever the hell's on sale at Red Apple. You want cargos, khakis, jeans, boot cut? I don't give a rip. Put them on me. I look good in anything. Keep going, you're super fashion. <laughs> That's, That's the right. attitude. I don't yeah. give a rip. I believe yeah. that was a Gretchen Wilson song where she talks about finding the same damn thing on a Walmart shelf half price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still making it look good, like those models on TV. Who cares about Tiger Woods? Don't you think as Canadians we have a lot more to worry about than goddamn Tiger Woods because he was in an accident? Like, who really gives a freck? This is ridiculous. Constantly on TV and everything. Like, who really cares? Like, Jesus Christ, I don't believe it pretty sad that the uh, Canadian TV channels need to continue it over and over and over. Anyways. Yeah, I think a lot of people give a frick, buddy. It's one of the, like, just the most amazing, like, amazing athletes of our generation. Generational, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's, yeah. I have seen some places, some sites overdo it for sure. Like, I don't know if you saw the CNN where the guy was like, let's follow the path that Tiger Woods' car took yesterday on foot. And he's got like this right. backpack and he was like crossing and wearing but, the camera on his chest. I'm like, okay, man. Think about it though. Now that the Trump news cycle's not there, what do these yeah. people have to cover? Like, there's nothing happening. And, and I, to me, this is what I wanted and where everything's just level yeah. again. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, there's no spikes of like, you know, because even, even COVID right now in the States, they've just stopped caring about it. Like, they're just going about their lives. I actually, yeah. you know what's crazy? I was having a dream last night that I was in North Dakota, as we had talked about being in Grand Forks and going to Happy Harry's. I had I had a dream that I was in Grand Forks at Happy Harry's Liquor Store, of all places, 
in a room full of people with no masks, and I had a mask on, and somebody shamed me. Really? Yeah. I had a dream about it, like last night. Yeah, yeah. Weird. You are having cheap liquor withdrawals. Hey, you just I missed been shopping. <laughs> no, I just mean like you missed the shopping. Oh yeah. Deal last no, night. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, <laughs> I miss traveling. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. about it all the time. I'm always like, oh man, what am I gonna do with all these flight credits? Like, oh man, another canceled trip. Great. Yeah. Um, well, I have so many flight credits. <laughs> Well, because I've had to yeah, cancel trips. Yeah, and you know what I was going to do? I was going to offer to see if you wanted to come on a boys' weekend to Florida, but now you're out. Florida. I'm gonna, whoever your arch nemesis is, I'm going to find them and I'm going to send them a message and it's I'm me. going to invite them. I'm, Take going, me. To, I'm going to invite Rena. Uh. Oh, yes. Hello there. Do you or anyone you may know suffer from a condition called driving like a dipshit, which may include driving in the left lane while also driving under the f***ing speed limit? Or do you fail to use your signal when wanting to make a f***ing turn? Then please call us at 1-800-DIPSH-DRIVERS and we will direct you your call to our man, Tony. And Tony will tell you to kindly go yourself <laughs> thank you and have a nice day uh, thank a nice you. service yeah. yeah yeah so i just got the news that vaccines are available to all of manitoba 95 and over um what's the point when they're gonna croak in about oh, one or two no. years makes no sense to me whatever I mean, yeah, it's certainly not a popular take, you know, because uh, our elderly... You can't just forget about them just because they're older. No, I, I do get it. Um, I, I do also see when people who are in their 20s and 30s and 40s who are immunocompromised and haven't been able to leave their house for eight, nine months, um, I, I do see why there are some people that do take that stance. I, I, I do understand, I think- like... You know, because when you're when you're 95, sure. you, you've, I, I see why people are like, well, they've had their lives. They can't go out anyway. A lot of them, you know, a, a lot of elderly people over the age of 95 aren't leaving their house anyway. So maybe they're not that vulnerable or susceptible and to I getting think COVID. It's, I think it's the wording of it maybe could have been different. Instead of instead of starting at 95 and over, had they started at 75 and over, let's say, yeah. Yeah. then you're, you're getting all those other people, the 95s and the 85s, where there isn't, but no one's focusing on that. They're yeah. only going to focus yeah. on 75 and over, which I think we could all agree we still want them vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So maybe... Maybe maybe they could have worded that differently, and it would have would have taken that kind of because you right. can't just say, "Well, they're ninety five; they're closer to death than me." Yeah, they we could still live till one hundred and thirteen. Of course, they could. Yeah. Like, it's can't possible. Just, you can't just cut their lives. Short. Be members of society till they're one hundred and thirteen. They could. It's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, it's totally possible. Anything <laughs> is possible. Finally, um, wow, the Winnipeg housing market has been uh, crazy. And if you've been uh, cruising around looking at houses, wow, wow, wow. Just a word of advice for anybody currently looking for a home. Don't go driving at night. Just try and see the inside with the lights on. Last night, the missus and I were driving around just a little bit in River Heights. Won't say the street or anything. We pulled up to a house for sale. Looks great inside. You can see everything, the kitchen and whatnot. What caught our eye was the house next door. Great window. Lights are on in the living room. However, the owners, right in the window, ferociously making babies. Yes! <laughs> Swingers, the house isn't even for sale. They're just there like, come on in. Thanks for calling. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 92.1 City. Space. Space. Wait. Aliens. Space. Okay, no, 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 but I, I have a question. What? Um, <laughs> About aliens or space? Well, kind of both. Okay, okay, so I know aliens 
um, like they reside. The idea is, you know, that, that they're from space. Outer space is the, the whole deal, right? Mm-hmm. But is it? Because don't they just live on their spaceship? Like the whole idea, and I've mm, had this misconception. I've had this misconception in my head the whole time that, you know, maybe they do live on Mars or maybe they live on some other planet that we haven't just found yet. Then mm-hmm. they have houses like ours and there's neighborhoods like Sage Creek. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah. I feel that if they live on their spaceship, or, or, their, or their saucer, or their unidentified flying object, right, that we can't identify. Yeah. They're technically residents of our galaxy and of our, like, they're Earthlings, really. Like, they're, they're living in our yeah. airspace. I feel like they're from somewhere. Like, they got, there's got to be a home base. Yeah, there's got to be somewhere where they, where okay. they build that stuff right. or, just you know, like, yeah. eventually if they make, yeah. like, you know, even if they're making babies and having alien families and stuff, they, they, they what, they just add on to the spaceship every time? Like, <laughs> yeah. how do they how do they make and, it and, bigger? Yeah, and they're so advanced that, um, you know, when you see a, a big, uh, a, like, a plane, like a 747, like Air Force One flying, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Follow me on this. Mm-hmm. Air Force One's you. flying. Yeah. Okay, and then an F-18 Hornet kind of flies yeah. over top of it, and it refuels while they're on the go. Is that how that happens? Yeah, yeah, they fly. Oh, yeah, they, they refuel on the go. There's, like, mm-hmm. multiple planes that'll hook up and just, like, link really? in. Yeah. Oh, so, cool. so what I'm thinking is they're on the spaceship. The mothership is, like, the 747 is yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah. They have these tentacles coming <laughs> off at times where they're working in space. Like, they're aliens, right? Like, they can be outside in that. They don't need a helmet on like we do. You no, know, you've they, seen can the breathe, al- they can breathe. They can there. breathe. Yeah. Like you've seen the Alien yeah. Workshop skateboard. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they don't need a, a helmet on, so they could be outside working like on the side <laughs> of the spaceship, building another spaceship on the spaceship, depending on the <laughs> like the shape of the unidentified flying object. I've put a lot of thought uh, into this yeah. over the last thirty yeah. seconds. Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes! You made me think, rethink a lot of things though. See, all of a I, look, yeah. I'm just trying to be a realist here, buddy. <laughs> well, UFO sighting, or perhaps on the weekend. Flight number 2292 from Cincinnati to Phoenix. 2292. Okay. Yeah, flying, and they're just over top of uh, right around New Mexico. Okay, mm-hmm. 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday, and this transmission comes in from the pilot. have any targets up here? We just had something go right over the top of us. That, I hate to say this looked like a long cylindrical object. It almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast that went right over the top of us. So in New Mexico, it's the home to White Sands Missile Range, which is, yeah. is right? So there's and Roswell, New Mexico, too, has always long been a, a hotbed for UFOs. So as soon yeah. as you said New Mexico, that's where my mind went. I was like, nah, this mm-hmm. is a trip. Right. So he so initially, <laughs> initially, he thought maybe it was one of these missiles from this missile range, right? Yeah. They contacted the missile range. No, there was no missiles right. out at that time. They contacted American Airlines. That was a flight. American Airlines said, it is true what our pilot said. We cannot comment. You have to talk to the FBI. Already getting the FBI into it. FBI is not commenting commenting on it. I'm going to say it again. This is the year we find out aliens are real. This is it. Think of everything we've seen in the last little while, right? Sightings have amped up like crazy all over. Even in Edmonton, there was that big flash the the other day, the big fireball or whatever it was. those things that were going up, the the monoliths. Oh, man. Come on. The monoliths was an Instagram. Maybe one of them was. Right, but then the aliens were like, "Whoa, you know, it's they so were on cool. Instagram scrolling through." Yeah, <laughs> they saw it. They were like, "Whoa, alien it's- Instagram!" <laughs> Time to answer those deep, burning questions. Okay. Open text with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull on ninety-two-one City. Sale on now all month long at the Prairie Summit Shop. Save up to forty percent on select winter items. Drop by or check out the new website at PrairieSummitShop.com. 762-555 is the text number. We love getting messages from you. Love and, it. And the interaction that we have back and forth creates a bond between us. An unbreakable bond. Like friends forever. Like, yeah. Like peas F-F's. and carrots. B-F-F-F-F-F-F. Yeah. 
Best friends for f***ing ever. <laughs> uh, there's a cricket farm in Manitoba. Oh. For yeah. crickets for, like, the pet store crickets? Um, like, what? Yeah, because, well, uh, you know what? Uh, I had a buddy who had a roommate, and she used to have, like, a, was it a snake? I think it was a snake or some kind of reptile. Yeah, the bearded dragons eat the crickets. Lots yeah, of maybe it was a bearded dragon. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the difference between a bearded dragon and a snake. No. They're not the uh, same? No big <laughs> difference. One has legs, one doesn't. One has a beard, one doesn't. Come on. <laughs> uh, don't eat bats. That didn't work before. Yeah, that's how we're in this mess. Is that true? The bats. Or is it the aliens? Is that why oh. we're going to find the aliens this year? I don't know. I want to crush that teacher. What a loser. I hope karma gets him real bad. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. Teacher in California just berating somebody for not paying attention, not listening, and she's hard of hearing. Uh, why not start the vaccine at 65? Yeah, six, that's kind of what I was saying before. Like, if you started it at 75, 65, even whatever, then no one's really thinking of the 95-year-olds that are also getting the vaccine. Yeah. When you started at 95, yeah. people are thinking, well, what are they doing getting the vaccine first? Right. Yeah, well, I think the reason they just said that they're worried the systems are going to crash when you're trying to get online and book your appointments, so they kind of had yeah. to just start small. But Because yeah. those 65-year-olds, if there's one thing that I know about the 65-year-olds in my family, mm-hmm. they know how to repost fake news on Facebook. They sure do. God, and also yeah. crash the government systems. <laughs> you guys ever noticed that Jimi Hendrix sounds like Elvis, signed Tara the Mail Lady? So she's saying that because your impression of Jimi Hendrix sounded like Elvis Presley. <laughs> What's my impression of Jimmy? Oh, hey, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> hey, baby, why don't you meet me up behind this uh, old building here and you can take a plastic mold of my, uh, my dang old ranch. So, Jimi Hendrix, I don't know if you know this, but uh, today's the anniversary, uh, 1968, of him. Um, so, he's a he's a tool guy, right? So, he's he's got a big garage collection. And his, um, his wrench uh, was immortalized mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. They also did his hammer... And uh, his his screwing machine, like the the one that puts the the screwdriver, that's right. screwdriver, yeah, yeah. yeah. screwing yeah. machine, and the one that nails girls too. What? <laughs> Terrible. A nail. Life hack: save the elastics from green onions. Then you'll always have an elastic. Or you just buy elastics. Yeah, no kidding. Right? Like, like you're like fifty cents, and you get like a million of them <laughs> a box. Yeah. Save the box from all of the things you buy, because then you'll have boxes. <laughs> Whoa! Life hack! <laughs> life hack! <laughs> yeah, it's a life hack Wednesday, Thursday on the program. Um, what holiday do you like least? Holiday? Yeah. Um, Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day. We don't do anything ever. It's not even a holiday. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that counts as a holiday. Yeah, I don't think that really does. It would just, the holiday would be, I guess, the big ones where you get the day off, right? Okay, Easter. You don't like Easter? No, not really. Just hate bunnies? Yeah. God, yeah. I love chocolate Easter no, all I day. Just, yeah, the chocolate I don't really care for. Because, I mean, it, like, from, from the fake uh, holiday standpoint, it's Halloween for me. I just don't care for Halloween. But Easter is one of those where it's like, you know, I was never a religious guy, so there, there was never any, like, it never really meant anything to me other than, like, the egg, the chocolate thing. And then it was like, then I ate too many of those, and then I turned into the man that I am today. You know? <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? Does Tara the mail lady drive to Rennie? She does. Yes. Yes, she does. Where is Rennie again? Rennie is like a uh, white Rennie. shell. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yo, they're right. North of uh, West Hawk. You go to. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I know right where Rennie West is. Hawk, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. That's her. That's the, that's, that's her route. Yeah. She's a sweetie. Um, I 
Rennie, you know why it's familiar? Because in, on Vancouver Island, there's a place called Port Renfrew on the west coast of the island. They call it Rennie. But that's why. Rennie is where we stop on the way to Beth's Lake if we haven't got our booze yet because they got a liquor really? store there. Oh, yeah. is it also the mail office? It's also the mail office. It's the also probably store? the accountant's office. It's because of everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I did mention yesterday that, uh, you know, I've really been uh, feeling myself on this body positive journey that uh, I've been on with uh, every. Instagram model. At least someone's feeling that body. (laughs) 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 Is that a body or can it be felt? (laughs) Is that body velvet or can it be felt? Hey. Come on. Uh, uh. Come on. Not half Trash bag on my shoulder. I'm so uh, somebody called me hefty not long ago, and whatever. You know, I didn't feel great, so what did I do? What did I do? I made a change. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a change. Cause, yeah. So, you know, obviously I told you yesterday about the cookbook and, you know, the laying off the salad dressing and, you know, other things, yeah. other various <laughs> exercises that I do. Uh-huh. Um, now, I look, I don't know if it's just because I'm, I'm exuding this, this positive energy out into the universe. But I was at a grocery store the other day, and, yeah. and, and I had my mask on. I don't know uh, about you guys, but have you, have you noticed that some people look better with masks on, right? <laughs> have you noticed this? Like, not really. No, I haven't noticed this. You mean, so you mean like not good-looking people look better with masks on? <laughs> so what I'm saying is uh, I'm at the grocery store, and this lady's kind of chatting to me over the produce. Like, uh, you know, and we're walking, you know, and she's chatting. I, look, I, you know, I haven't been flirted with in, in 100 years. Like, so I, What are you chatting about? Produce. And then, like, uh, hey. That's not being hit on. <laughs> you really haven't been hit on a long time. I don't work there, so why is she asking me about produce? How ripe are these melons? <laughs> no, and then we walked, and, you know, she's like chatting. She's like, yeah, I can't wait for this pandemic to be over, huh? And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm like I think she's feeling me. Like I like I don't know what's going on right now. Like maybe this is just one of these, uh, you know, because you see people having encounters, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is I better get away from this situation. Like what's happening? I'm at the grocery store. This is to save on foods. Like what? <laughs> I think I think you I think you'll be okay. Well, I'll, so I I walked out and she was kind of checking out at the checkout roughly the same time, and then um, as I got out and. The parking lot, like as soon as I walked out, I, I took my mask off and I could just hear this. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like it was like a sound of retching. It was like a, <laughs> I'm like, oh man, did she have some bad soup? <laughs> and then I guess I realized that what had happened was she realized that she was chatting with me and then I was wearing a mask. So I look, you know, like I'm like a different. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. I'm like a, a six with a mask. And then yeah. when she saw me without the mask, she had the janky teeth and everything. She's just like <laughs> scraggly old beard. And it just like was not good. And then, you know, obviously it was it was a warmer day. So I had undone my jacket while I was shopping. And while, well, you know, like the song says, I'm. Yeah, so uh, uh, be hefty with pride. That's embrace right. it. Kind of yeah. that. Yeah. Truck bag on my shoulder. Yeah, I'm hefty. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay, bye now. <laughs> well, that was fun. Zena, TJ, and Turnbull will be back tomorrow morning. 92.1 City.